Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast Topical Reflections on Music. Um, it is very difficult uh, during the time of a pandemic to uh, find the dialogue partners. And therefore this will again be a solo episode. I'm going to present to you my recently published encyclopedia article, The Painted Trumpets in the Kazanlak Tomb, Parallels with Tutankhamun's Trumpets, Instrumental and Performance Hypotheses. Uh, I encourage you all to visit the online encyclopedia Ancient Thrace and Thracians, where you can find uh, uh, not only, um, obviously not only things about uh, music, ancient music and instruments, but also about the culture, religion and life of the ancient Thracians. The address is thracians.com. Net, T H R A C I A N S dot net. It is a bilingual encyclopedia, English and Bulgarian. So, a UNESCO World Heritage Site, the Kazanlak Tomb, dated at the end of the 14th century BC, features among its frescoes a pair of female musicians who participate in the funeral ritual of the depicted ruler. Each musician is playing a conical boar-shaped instrument while pointing downwards with their left hand, possibly giving each other performance indications. Based on the proportions, I estimate that the instruments are relatively long at least an adult human's arm's length, around 60 centimeters. The fresco in the Kazanlak tomb does not hint at what the instruments might have been made of. If made of metals or alloys, they would correspond to the definition of trumpet. If made of wood, they could still be considered trumpets as terms such as shepherd's trumpet do describe some wooden instruments with no reeds, where the player blows into the smaller of the two ends. Some may hypothesize that the instruments depicted in the Kazanluk tomb be part of the Zurna family. I, however, dismiss the possibility of them being Zurnas because of the hand position of the musicians. A Zurna would have tone holes. Most importantly, a Zurna would necessarily be held with both hands, something which the skillful artist would have represented on the fresco. However, the musicians hold their instruments with one hand each, implying a lightweight natural instrument, a trumpet. Considering the wealth of the Thracian kings and the existence of precious metal burial sets commonly known as treasures, I am inclined to pursue the most likely possibility, presuming the instruments to be trumpets made of precious metal or bronze. They could, however, be decorated and even gilded wooden trumpets, something impossible to tell from the Kazanlak Tom fresco. While the development of composed music in Western Europe eventually led to the development of a valved trumpet, 
the natural wooden or horn-carved trumpet, survives in folk music in various shapes and sizes that have changed little since ancient times in both Eastern and Western Europe. For a historical overview of folk trumpets and a step-by-step -step reconstruction process of wooden trumpets and accompanying illustration material, original and reconstructed trumpets, you can see um, an article by Andreas Hurt, um, H-I-R-T, The European Folk Music Scale, A New Theory, published in 2014. The Kazanlak tomb instruments resemble the Egyptian trumpets discovered in Tutankhamun's tomb on three key points, a large size, conical bore shape, and funeral rite purpose. The long time frame between the existences of the instruments does not present a problem. The instrument form is very conservative, surviving until the present day. The dating of the Kazanlak tomb follows Alexander the Great's empire expansions where Thracians did participate. Even if they did not have local trumpets of this exact type before, Thracian aristocrats may have easily seen, copied, purchased, or even stolen such instruments. The Ghost Music seminal radio broadcast by the BBC in 2011 describes the Egyptian trumpets thusly. Most trumpets of antiquity were short, short straight instruments of wood, bronze or silver, used for both military and ceremonial purposes. One of Tutankhamun's trumpets is of silver and 58.2 centimeters long. The other is of bronze and 50.5 centimeters long. Their bores expand from 1.7 centimeters at the narrow end to 8.2 centimeters at the bell. They have no detachable mouthpieces. The lips were applied directly to the narrow end. Herodotus likened the sound of the ancient trumpet to the braying of an ass. The so-called bronze trumpet may not be bronze at all, but copper. The metal itself has not been analyzed. So uh, I included um, a quote by Sarkisian and Burgess, and uh, I shortened a bit the quote from the ghost music uh, uh, radio broadcast, which is very long and findable online for free in the BBC archives. An even more detailed description is given by Jeremy Montagu in his 1978 article, One of Tutankhamun's Trumpets. So the description is long, I'm going to read it. The presumed bronze trumpet is made in two parts, the body being a slightly conical tube of rolled up from sheet between 0.2 and 0.25 millimeter in thickness. The other part is the bell. The bell is a straight cone and has no perceptible seam. Likely the joint was made without the use of a flux and was burnished until the gold simply flowed together. The body tube is inserted into the top of the bell and the two are riveted together at four points and the joint covered a very thin sleeve of pure gold.
The embouchure that most controversial of all parts of these instruments is simply a solid of metal, bearing no resemblance to any of the types illustrated by Hickman. The top of the body tube is covered by of gold, of no more than foil thickness. There is, in some portions of the circumference, gap between the everted top of the body tube and the embouchure ring, as though slightly moved down the tube. If these traces are a part of the sheet around of the top of the tube embouchure ring held in position, it seems most probable that it is an exact fit to the top of the tube, possibly position, and that the slight conicity of the tube suffices to hold it in place. Certainly the ring is not a sleeve. End of quote. Despite everything we don't know about them, the makeup of the Egyptian trumpets provides key musical evidence. The metals or bronze indicate that the lack of detachable mouthpieces among the Egyptian excavation finds may simply mean that those were made of degradable materials, such as wood, and attached as needed by the performers themselves. Silver would fast oxidize, and bronze and copper would be easily deformed by having a person simply put them in their mouth and exercise any kind of workable, controlled, and sustained pressure. So thank you for being with me. This is uh, the beginning of uh, the article. For the second part, um, I will uh, do another episode soon. Thank you for being with me and have a lovely day. Bye-bye.